everybody, this is Chris from CSS Tricks with video screencast number 97, where we're going to talk about CSS animations. So doing kind of animation stuff within the browser, stuff that in the past has probably been done with Flash or more recently JavaScript libraries, uh, but recently has been brought into the CSS world and we can animate stuff around in the browser window with just CSS. Now, at the moment, this is supported by... Uh, really just, as far as the animation syntax, just WebKit browsers, but I thought uh, this is a good time to talk about it because, you know, WebKit includes Chrome, Safari, both with growing number of people using them, and any iOS device it works on, so that's pretty cool. And really anything that uses WebKit, which is just kind of a lot of stuff recently. And um, Firefox 5 is going to have, now with their own browser prefix, but... Firefox 5 is going to be supporting CSS animations as well. So this is here to stay, and that's good because it's really cool. So let's take a look at it. Now, I want to make a distinction between two different things that are, um, I don't want to say confused, but, you know, they, they go together, and uh, people use them in the same sentences together, and that's CSS transitions and animations, or... Uh, possibly even uh, using the wrong one when you mean different things. So here's some uh, things that move around on the page. You know, when I roll over my navigation or these things, there's these things that happen on the CSS Tricks page that um, are kind of like animations, right? It's, it's When I roll over this, it... Uh, the borders kind of flare out over a period of time, right? It's not, it doesn't happen instantaneously. That's a transition, not an animation, uh, specifically in how this was written. It could have been an animation, but uh, generally a transition is like between two different states, like the color fades from one color to another color, or the width changes from one width to another width, or the position changes, just one simple transition of one property. And it could be multiple properties, but it's just from here to here uh, kind of thing. So they're simpler. A, C a CSS transition is, 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 is less complex, whereas a CSS animation can be more complex. It could be, you know, fade from red to green to blue to orange to purple. There's, there can, you can define, you know, as many as you want multiple steps in that animation uh, for as many properties as you want. So a transition often fired on something like a hover state or when you add a new class to something, or when a media query takes over, you know, to transfer some properties to another properties, whereas animation can be something that just runs all the time if you want it to. So that's kind of gonna be what we're looking at, and I wanna make sure that you understand that those are kind of two different things. They have different syntaxes in CSS, and kind of have, you know, different kind of mental model for using those two things. So that's that. Now I have this uh, page opened up that's going to be our project uh, for today's screencast. I'll make the browser window a little smaller so you can see my desktop. And then here's our project that we're going to be working on. I already have it open in TextMate here. Uh, we have an index.html file with really nothing in it. It just links to our CSS file. We're going to write a little bit of HTML in here and then a style.css file with just a simple reset. And I'm just setting that background color. That's why it's that dark gray color. And I have a couple of images that we'll get to in a minute. Now, what we are going to be building is kind of like a little cityscape scene, uh, which is going to be this, uh, what, what is it? Cityscape? 
Not that one. That's the one we're not going to use. <laughs> Trash! We're going to use this file called city, which looks like that. <clears throat> I've just found it like on Creative Commons on Flickr. It's just this like 8-bit cityscape. It looks really cool and neat, I think. We're going to use that up in our header. So in our HTML file, let's just make header. Okay. And let's just give it some height in our CSS so that it's at least like 125 pixels tall, right? And as a background, we're going to set it to that city image. So images slash uh, city, and we're going to repeat it XYZ. So if we open this up, we can now see our little kind of city thing going on there. Maybe we should make it a little taller, huh? <laughs> so you can see some city action there. Uh, we'll give it some borders. just to frame it so it looks kind of like the header of a website. Kind of a framed cool looking header there. Okay, so what we wanna do with our animation in this case, cause it looks kind of old school video gamey cool, is just move it, you know? Just just like let it, let it move to the left kind of infinitely. So how we're gonna do that is use a CSS animation to do it. An animation is what we would need to use in order to make sure that this thing infinitely runs. It isn't just, it doesn't wait for an event to happen, it just does its thing all the time. So let's make a special section of our CSS called like animation definitions. And I'll, we'll just tuck all of our animations in here. So the first thing we need to do is like declare uh, what, what um, the animation is called. And this is the syntax for that, WebKit keyframes. Right, but then you have to name it. You have to give it. This is where we have the opportunity to name it right here. Let's call it like Move City. <clears throat> so, and you, and you can literally name it anything you want. So, I, I just, you know, pick something that's descriptive and semantic of what it's actually going to be doing. Now, within these two brackets, you don't just be like, do stuff. You actually have, uh, it's a little bit like media queries, how um, you define additional areas. And you know, in here is where you say what properties you want to happen at this point in the animation, 0%, and then at the end of the animation. And this is where we write out the properties for where we want it to be at the end of the animation. Okay, we're on the same page. What we want to do here is move the background position a certain value. So we should probably open this city again and get info on it and figure out that it's 533 pixels wide. I'm finding this out in Photoshop by uh, just uh, getting, uh, getting info on the image. 533 pixels. So if we move it, it's repeating X. If we move it to the left, 533 pixels, uh, we should be kind of good to go here. So let's say background position of zero, zero, and background position of negative 533 pixels. So it moves to the left. 
zero. Now, if I come out here and reload, it's not going to do anything because we just defined the animation. We haven't actually told it to use the animation yet. So in order to do that, we go WebKit Animation. And this is where we say, please use our, our animation here, Move City. And then we say, how long do we want that to take? Let's say 15 seconds or so to do that. We want to go infinite many times uh, and let's just leave it at like the infinite I spelled that wrong infinite so if we do this it's gonna move Wow, moving but notice how it's, oh, it's slowing down slowing down slowing down slowing down and then it's gonna kick back up again when the 15 seconds is up I should have said it long oh speeding up speeding up speeding up now the default uh, for an animation is to have what's known as ease as a timing function for this thing because generally animations look nicer when they have some uh, a, a flow to them like that like they speed up and slow down a little bit like if you fade from one color to another it's going to be more like aesthetically pleasing if it has that to it now we're just trying to move our city across the page and the speed up slow slow down thing is weird so if we just put linear here We'll fix that. We'll just move at a constant rate the entire time. So there's our city. Pretty cool looking. Let's make it like um, a little narrower up top. Cool. So there's our little city moving along. CSS animations now in Chrome, so this works. But if we were to take this thing and go to like Firefox 3.6, which doesn't support these animations, or even Firefox 4, I should have opened. Um, give me a browser window, Firefox. It's not a big deal, is the point. Oh, Firefox doesn't know what, uh, Firefox 3.6 doesn't know what a header is, right? So we have to go display block, sir. Now it will know what it is. Although it's positioned weird, I wonder what Firefox, oh, because we set the positioning in the keyframe animation and not up here. So I should have put uh, zero, negative 50 pixels up here. And now it's gonna at least match what that's supposed to look like. It looks exactly like this in Firefox. It doesn't move, but at least it looks the same. So cool, we're checking our work in browsers that don't support everything fancy. Now let's do more stuff. We have Dude here. I made a, 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 a this was kind of like an early demo for something else I was working on, but I found this uh, awesome pixelated version of, uh, and I, I chopped it out like this. I did kind of a crude job of chopping him out, but this is the monkey from Rampage. And I was like, God, he looks so cool like that. And then with our 8-bit background, we could have him like come out onto our city and be like, rawr. So let's position him. First of all, we need him in the HTML in which to use him, right? So we'll say just like image source equals images rampage dot png uh, maybe alt text probably not though because it doesn't really mean anything i don't think you know screen reader people really need to see the monkey maybe they do awesome monkey mad monkey and the id will be 
let's call him Rampage. I don't know what his real name in there. I bet he had a real name in Rampage. Somebody will know. So we can now declare what we want to happen with Mr. Rampage. Now, let's see. Let's absolutely position him. That way we can affect his top and left values uh, with animation and have him move around. Because ultimately that's what we want to do, right? Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's see what happens here. Let's set the top of him to negative 10 pixels, which is the height of our border, so that he starts at the top of the border, and that will look kind of cool. Let's say left 50 pixels. Let's just see how that's going on. So there he is. That's cool. It's, he looks... Oh, that's okay. It's too tall, though. Why is that too tall? Maybe we should make the city less tall. Let's squeeze it up there. Yeah, that looks better. So his arm's kind of resting on this bar, but he's breaking out of the header. Like, ah, uh, totally awesome looking. Now, the point of all this is, of course, animation. I want to have him, like, shake back and forth like he's really mad because doesn't he look angry and mad? Yes. So let's define a new keyframe animation. WebKit. Keyframes. Shimmy, shimmy, shake. You can just call these whatever you want, so might as well make them awesome names. Now, instead of using 0% or 100%, we could do from and to. Now, it's just a nicer way to say it. 0% and 100%, they map to those values, so whatever, right? You can use whatever you want. Uh, or I just, you know, they just mean the same thing. If that, if that reads better to you and makes more sense, just use that. Now, um, it doesn't matter. We've only covered this zero percent and a hundred percent thing. We'll cover. We'll cover more of that of that later. So let's just say let's match this left value. So it's going to start at left of 50, 50 pixels, and it's just going to be like extra fifteen pixels or something. We want him to move, and then we need to declare it. So let's copy our declaration from here and put it here. Only we're going to call it shimmy shimmy shake instead of move city. We are going to make it happen faster, which means, well, I don't know, how fast do we even want it to make? Let's, let's make it one second. And infinite. That's fine. Let's see how that goes. See how that looks. Er, er, er. Now, it's just starting at left and moving it. Let's make it longer, a little bit wider so you can see what's happening here he moves to the to the to the left to the 25 pixels and then instantaneously snaps back now that looks weird doesn't it we want him to shake back and forth so what we can do here uh is instead of at uh not instead of but we can add an additional keyword here alternate and then he's going to go back and forth Back and forth back and forth that's cool i wonder if we got rid of linear if the easing would look cool that actually kind of looks old school, doesn't he? He's kind of, but it's making him mad. I think that's still too wide. Let's move it back to only 15 pixels so it happens a little quicker. A little slow. We can speed it up. Now, to speed it up, we would take, this is the, the one second we've declared here is, please, uh, the duration of one animation is one second. So if we made it two seconds, it would actually be slower because it would take longer to do one animation. So we can make it, to make it faster, we lower the number of seconds here to 0.5 seconds. Yeah, 
Urgh, urgh, urgh. Monkey mad. So we have animations going on here. Totally cool. We should probably look. Oops. We should look in Firefox to make sure um, the experience is fine for somebody that doesn't have animations. Yeah, Mr. Monkey up there in the city. Cool. No problem. Oh, lots of cool stuff. Now let's do something a little extra cool with him. Instead of having him just be up there all the time, let's have the city load, and you can see the city for a minute, and then he comes sliding in later. So it's like a surprise, okay? Um, let's make a new animation for that. WebKit keyframes. Uh, show yourself. So at first, he's going to be off the page to the left. So let's kick him off the page for sure, like left, negative 1,000 pixels or something like that. And then left of the normal, put him back where we had him uh, to start with right here, 50 pixels. So we do that. Now, how do we apply? We already have an animation on this guy. Well, we can add multiple animations if we want. Just like in CSS3, we can use multiple backgrounds or multiple text shadows or whatever else. We can do multiple animations. So show yourself. Uh, we'll make that happen. We need a timer for that. Like, let's have it happen pretty fast. Uh, but what we want to do is if, if we add another thing here, like um, two seconds, that's a delay. The second time value is a delay. Like, wait two seconds and then do your thing. So that's pretty cool. Let's do that. So the comma-separated multiple animations. So if we reload this, reload, reload. Ooh, see, what we need to happen here is that is that they're kind of fighting against each other. This one waits two seconds to happen. Hmm. What we want is this one to wait two seconds to happen. And this one not to. So he's off the page, then he slides in, then that one starts. But that's two seconds to wait. We actually want this to only delay one second. So this one takes one second, and this one waits one second. Wow, kind of mind-screwy, but we'll get there. So it slides in and immediately starts shaking. So we could make it longer. Three and three. And then there's a little bit more of a dramatic pause. But that's that's taking... I don't know. You get the point. The first one is how long it takes. The second one is the duration of how long it waits. We could even put like once here so that make sure that that only happens once, but I think it's kind of implied. Now you have to put just one. That's how many iterations you want it to run. Yeah, it just happened one, but it was implied that it was one, so it's not that big of a deal. Okay, we have the shaky monkey. Totally cool. Now, a classic bit of advice with this stuff is don't go overboard, you know, because it can get a little distracting, uh, uses more CPU power, so it can affect page performance if you get too crazy with it uh, and stuff like that. But let's just add some more stuff just because we're practicing it and it's kind of fun. So we have another animation here, another image of a little helicopter.
Now, this comes from now where this kind of all started off was I was just iterating on this idea as, you know, I work for Wufu and we, the company recently sold to SurveyMonkey. So we made this Wufu survey Wufu fact page where I had uh, made this kind of 8-bit fact page of information about the sale. Now, I would think my browser window is so small. I wonder if we can even get it to... Uh, that's funny because it's, it's just too short. Now, I wrote media queries for this specifically uh, that would just show this simplified version of the page. Uh, if you're on a browser window, that's too small to deal with it. But if you're on a very big browser, there's all this cool animation stuff going on. And that's where this came from. So this little helicopter I stole from the Illustrator uh, that made the helicopter for that. So I just wanted to give credit where credit's due on that thing. We need this little helicopter as an image, though. So let's have another image in here. Source equals images slash coptor.png equals helicopter with missiles ID equals Coptor okay no, so I'm not even closing these tags I took a survey about you know because we're using HTML5 here you don't have to close the tags if you don't want to and people are like but that's not valid it is valid in HTML5 I'm over it I like not closing tags now okay so we need a oops do we have an extra bracket here Indeed we do. We need to write a new animation for our helicopter to go flying around. <clears throat> First of all, we don't have any CSS for it at all yet. Coptor. Kit keyframe. We'll call it fly by night. Now if we just hit do this, now the helicopter is just like sitting inside of this block. Just burp. Uh, because, you know, that's where he is in the markup, and he doesn't have any special styling or positioning or anything, so that's just kind of the deal. Let's give it a little bit of CSS to stop, start with. Let's push it down a little bit. Now, if we do this, left 100%, that's going to set the left value of the copter to 100% wide of this thing, and you're actually going to not be able to see this helicopter because it's pushed off the page entirely. That's what left 100% will do. So if we do this... Hmm. Do we get the ID right? Coptor. ID. Coptor. <laughs> this is Firefox, but that should be irrelevant. Oh, I don't have Firebug in here? How primitive is that? Because I, I switch back and forth a lot. Let's try to figure out what's up with that. Oh, it's because I gave it a top and left value, but I didn't give it a positioning value. If, if the default positioning value of any element is static, in which top and left don't do anything. So if it was at least position relative, <clears throat> those would work. But we're actually going to be absolutely positioning this thing. There it goes. Now it's off the screen. Now it's given us a scroll bar. Uh, which is kind of annoying, uh, you know, because it's positioned off. It wants to make sure that we can get to that content, which is what we want. But we actually want to just hide it, period. So if we just go up to our HTML element and say overflow X is hidden, <clears throat> the scroll bar goes away. Yay. And we can't even get to our helicopter. But that was the point. We were trying to hide it because it's going to come flying in here and attack our monkey. 
Go away, Firefox. <clears throat> That's the plan. So how do we uh, define our animation to do this? Our fly-by-night animation. Now, we're not going to be just using from and to. We could and just have it come across, uh, but we want it to kind of go up and down like a, I don't know, just make it kind of video gamey looking or whatever. So let me copy my keyframes here so you don't have to watch me do every single one of these and paste it in here. Now, not just from and to, not just 0%, 100%, but 0, 10%, 20%, 30%. These are the positions of, uh, you know, at that point in the animation, uh, do these things. See, if you're really, like, kind of anal retentive about this stuff, you like to line up your little brackets so they're easy to read. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm making you watch me do this, but it just looks so much nicer when we're done like this. Ah, perfect. Now, what we're doing here is the top is 30, then 50, then 30, then 50, then 30, then 50, and, and the left positioning starts as hidden off the screen, ends up with a negative value at the end here, so it's off the screen to the, to the left. So it's off the screen to the right, and it moves to off the screen to the left, and we can make it go up and down and what have you here. So now we need to give it um, that animation. We've declared the animation. We just haven't given it to it yet with WebKit animation. So we're going to use fly by night. It's going to take 10 seconds to do it. Do it in a linear fashion, not the easing. Uh, and happen infinite times. So if we save this, we should see our helicopter come in. Yay, the helicopter's flying across the screen. The monkey's really mad. It looks weird that it's perfectly perfectly animated and this is all pixelated, but whatever. We're just playing around here, right, guys? Okay, that's cool. Now, the really smarties amongst you might be like, this is really repetitive, 30, 50, 30, 50. Theoretically, we could split this up into two different animations, one of them which alternates between 30 and 50, and one of them that, that hand goes from left 100 to left equals negative 10%, and apply them as two different animations on this one element. Yeah, we could do that. This keeps it, I don't know. There's simplicities in both both approaches. You know, it's nice to have just one animation that deals with the entire helicopter. Uh, and then there's the, the code efficiency of doing it the other way. So it's, you know, it's up to you. Now, let's make some bullets for this helicopter before we, we're done with this thing. Let's throw some totally non-semantic elements up in here. Maybe we could, you know, add these with JavaScript or something, but who cares? Just putting two spans in there, both with a class of bullet. And one's bullet number one, one's bullet number two. Uh, and so we will style them thusly. I'm just going to paste this in here to make sure this screencast isn't 100 million miles long. We're going to absolutely position them. We're going to give them top and left values. Now this left value is just about halfway through the screen and we're going to give them an opacity of zero so they don't show up at all and then we'll make that happen in IE as well. Now we've already declared an animation that doesn't exist here yet but it's going to be called Kapow uh, that um, Lasts for 10 seconds, which is the same amount of time that the helicopter takes to get off the screen, and that's going to be important. And the second value we, we learned is a delay, so please wait 2.5 seconds before firing it, and then happen infinite times with no easing. 
Uh, they're going to have a Z index value, which that sets them above everything else, and then uh, a width and height with a background of white. So they're basically going to be a little tiny little white square. That's both the bullets. And the second bullet uses the exact same animation function, only waits 0.1 seconds longer as a delay to happen again. So if we declare our little kapow animation, you'll be able to uh, <clears throat> put all this together. Oops. It starts with the left value of 75%. Now that's important because this, this delay is 25% of the total distance here. Now that's going to play important too. And then the first thing that we do in this animation is set the opacity to 1 so the bullets show up. So if we hit save here and go into Firefox where animations don't happen, the helicopter's not there and the bullets aren't there. So our header is fine. It works fine in browsers without animation. But if we come over here and load it, our helicopter comes out at 25%. Where are my bullets? Where's my bullets? Did I save the index? No, I put the spans in there and didn't save it. Reload at 25% here. Pew, pew. The bullets come out of the helicopter. How cool is that? So that I mean, there's a lot of different things that happen here. Left 75%. So when they when they finally do show up, which is um, when the you know the at 2.5 seconds of this 10, one second, two seconds, two and a half seconds. That's where they show up because that's what we defined our, our wait time to be. It sets the animation to one so they visually show up and then complete their thing. Then it starts over. So that's how we were able to make it this little shoot bullet. So it's important to try and understand all the math and stuff that goes along with this. I know I probably didn't do a super great job of explaining all that, but there's really not that many functions. You know, there's the name of the function, how long you want it to last for, what the delay is, what the easing function is, uh, and then some keywords on how you want to behave. How many times do you want to go back and forth? Do you want to go infinitely or not? Uh, and that type of stuff. So a lot of different animations here. Each one of these things that's happening has its own kind of special thing. And I'll make this available uh, for download for you all so you can play with the code directly if you want. So that's CSS animations. Remember, a little different than transitions, but uh, in the same kind of vein. So all right, folks, until next time, I'll see you later. Bye.